our focus on business this morning. We're talking with George Hefter from TCT Computer Solutions. Good morning. Good morning, Jenna. What a gorgeous day today. Well, let's hope so. Yes. It's starting out okay. Yeah. We're not supposed to see any rain today, so that's good. That's good news. We've yes. seen enough. <laughs> yeah. Frozen and otherwise. Yes, exactly. So, George, you're the owner of TCT Computer Solutions. You can check out the website, tctcs.com. It's having a, a brain lapse there for a minute. TCT. CS.com is I had faith in you, Jen. <laughs> I'm so glad. So what we want to talk about today is what you call pain points. Yeah, pain points are those awkward moments during your day when you realize you're fighting and facing yet another IT problem. may not be big. It may just be somebody forgot a password or something isn't working quite right or I can't connect to that printer or I'm not sure my backup ran last night, or for some reason we can't, our internet's not working today, or any of a thousand other things that slow your day down, make your day even more troublesome than it, than it is in the normal course of whatever your business is. And so those are the things that, that, that I think a lot of folks don't realize sap your productivity, keep your staff busy, or worse, sitting on their hands, waiting for things to be put back to right so that they can get on with their jobs. And, and I don't think a lot of business owners, you know, since these incidents happen, they may happen frequently, but they're typically of short duration, at least most of the time they are. And business owners blow them off as, well, this is just the normal course of events. Well, I'm here to tell you when it comes to IT problems, that does not have to be the normal course of events. If your IT systems, uh, servers, workstations, network, internet, all of that. If that's not working all day, every day, you're, so your business can stay up and running and do the things it needs to do, use the IT technology for the things you've come to depend on it for, and keep your staff actively engaged and productive, then, then there is room for improvement. And you may be surprised at how much that kind of uh, uh, loss of productivity can cost you in the course of a day, in the course of a week, in the course of a year. Uh, it's pretty astounding, and uh, and there are articles written all over the place on the kind of costs that they range, depending on the business, from from ten to fifteen thousand dollars a year to a hundred thousand dollars a year for a, for a very active business that depends heavily on its technology, but fights problems every day. And, and, you know, all of us have pain points, and at some point, true enough, people get to the point where they say, I can't deal with this anymore, something's got to change, and then they bite the bullet and they face a huge infrastructure upgrade. It's far better if you plan for that stuff ahead of time, maybe scale your uh, or stage your equipment replacement so you're replacing maybe a third of your workstations every year or every or or over a five-year cycle or a three-year cycle. Three is better. Five is about the maximum you can depend on a workstation for. And uh, and if you break that up into bite-sized pieces, so you change that out for newer technology before it starts causing trouble, before it starts becoming one of your pain points, uh, you'd be surprised. The enterprise world has done this for years. Mm -hmm. They budget those equipment replacements, so they're always using current technology minimizes those pain points, minimizes the cost of downtime, loss of productivity, and makes your life and your business a whole lot better and happier. 
I wonder, George, how many business owners or managers you talk to who track those pain points, who track the number of times that you know the internet goes down or a computer has to be rebooted because it freezes. I don't think I don't think very many of them do. In the conversations I have with business owners, they seem to accept them as the normal course of events, and seem to think, well, there's no way to avoid this, you know, and uh, and so we just put up with it. Uh, and the only time then it rises to the level of doing something about it is when something fails and they're facing the prospect of being down for a few days to a few weeks. Then all of a sudden it becomes very important. Then all of a sudden they wish they had tracked it. Then all of a sudden they had read the handwriting on the wall, and and which is why I bring this up, because the, these are things that, that people have come to expect in the normal course of events, and then they're surprised when all of a sudden they have some sort of catastrophic failure that's going to take them a while. You can't get, you know, there's there's really no place here in town to go buy a server. Right. You're going to have to get that from out of town someplace. You're going to have to get a Dell or Hewlett Packard or Lenovo or someplace like that. You're not going to get one. If you're lucky, you get one overnight, but it's you're going to pay through the nose for overnight delivery mm-hmm. if you can even get one. Most of the big manufacturers, while they may have a few uh, moderately sized servers uh, ready to go, what they call ready to ship. Most of them don't. Most of them configure them to your specs when you order them. And average delivery time or average lead time is typically anywhere from a week and a half to three weeks to get a server here in town. You guys want to go on vacation for three weeks while you wait for a new server? Well, I guess that's your choice. But what does that do to your business? Yeah, absolutely. And of course, you want to make sure, like you said, that you're planning those things ahead of time. Uh, it's just part of just the management, proactive management of your business is making sure, you know, you don't run out of, you don't wait to order new grocery bags or new, you know, bags for your customers to carry their purchases away until you run out. You don't order new inventory after you run out. And you should make sure that you're staying on top of your IT in the same way because you cannot maintain your productivity without it. And you, and you, perform regular maintenance on your vehicles, you Mm -hmm. change the oil, you make sure that they get tune-ups, they get looked at from time to time. Same is true of that IT infrastructure, all those workstations, even the networking equipment. You'd be surprised how many network switches, routers, firewalls that we see that have a layer of felt on top of them because they've been sitting there not even dusted Mm -hmm. in so long because typically they're in a back room or they're in a side room and they're out of sight, out of mind. People just expect them to last forever. And, hey, it ain't true. They don't last forever. And uh, you can smother them with dust and dirt and inattention pretty badly. So, you know, time to wake up and and actually do the same thing for your IT equipment you do for your vehicles and and for your home, for that matter. We're talking with George Hefter with TCT Computer Solutions. You can go to the website, tctcs.com, tctcs.com. It's our focus on business on News Radio 610 KONA. Here's your latest News Radio 610 KONA weather. For more details, head to our website, 610kona.com. Good Tuesday morning. Our forecast calling for mainly cloudy skies with a high near 65. North wind at 5 to 10. Tonight, expect mostly cloudy conditions to continue with the low around 48. And into your Wednesday, temperatures in the upper 60s. That's your forecast. Keep your storm tracker, Julia Espinosa for News Radio 610 KONA. 
our temperatures this morning, it is 48 degrees right now in Othello, 49 in Walla Walla. Moses Lake, you're at 50 degrees, 50 at the airport in Pasco. News Radio 610 KONA News Time. It's 921. We continue our focus on business next on your Tri-Cities Morning News. Get your sports fix in the locker room. Live Saturday mornings at 11 a.m. Brought to you by the Jason Hogue Agency and American Family Insurance on News Radio 610 KONA. It all starts today at 3 p.m. What starts today? The 38th anniversary sales event, of course. We're kicking off this sale and the word is getting out fast. Are you getting in on the McCurley's deals that run all week long out here at Columbia Park? You know you have that car wondering, should I trade it in? How much can I get for it? This is your chance. The McCurley team is making deals all week starting today at 3 p.m. through Sunday. And most people are shocked at how much they can get for their trade-in at this sale. Over 1,200 new and used vehicles will be here to buy. Come get what you want. You know it's here. When it comes to inventory and getting approved, McCurley has you covered. New and used, McCurley has the best selection around. And you can get special financing rates on new and used vehicles with no payments till summer. McCurley's 38th anniversary sales event at Columbia Park. Be a part of the biggest event in town, starting today at 3 p.m. Find out all about it at BillMcCurley.com. It's Mike Gastineau here with Tim Furlman of Anthony's. He is their head seafood buyer. One of the things I've talked about a lot uh, is the fact that Anthony's has their own seafood company, which which sounds real impressive, Tim, but what's it mean? I mean, what, what do you mean you have your own seafood company? You guys actually take the fish in, and that's different from most restaurants? Yeah, what we do is we buy and distribute all the seafood for only our restaurants directly. We're going direct to the source, bringing it into our own processing facility and getting it right out to our restaurants seven days a week. And you've done this for a long time. You obviously must love fish. Yeah, it's a great deal. I've been doing this for about 18 or 20 years. It keeps me real busy and it's really fun. Hey, do fish really get rejected sometimes? That's right. We got super strict quality standards and if the fish doesn't make the cut, it doesn't make it to Anthony's. And because of this, it means that the fish I'm going to enjoy at Anthony's tonight is going to be very, very fresh. That is our main purpose. It's just quality of the seafood and freshness. Enjoy a delicious fresh seafood meal tonight at your favorite Anthony's restaurant with great locations throughout the Pacific Northwest. How would you like to save on what you spend in gas per gallon? With Coleman Oil, one card does it all. Their CFN fleet-wide fueling program brings you the most advanced controls and more than 57,000 sites to serve you, including retail for convenience and truck stops for on the road. Coleman Oil provides you with a fueling program tailored to meet your requirements. Their easy-to-follow app helps you find locations you need. Fuel and save with Coleman Oil. Learn more at ColemanOil.com. At Parkview Estates, your family. We know you have choices when it comes to senior living, and they hope to be the right choice for you in senior living. That is why in everything they do, they do their very best for you. Whether it's their delicious and fresh chef-prepared meals or the care you receive from their certified caregivers, Parkview Estates does the best for you. Stop by and let them show you all they have to offer at Parkview Estates. When you live at Parkview, your family. Parkview Estates, off West 6th Avenue in Kennewick. 
You want convenience? They're all about it. At Hermiston Chrysler Dodge Jeep Ram, they understand that you have things to do and you don't want to spend your entire day at the dealership shopping for a new vehicle. They put their entire inventory online at HermistonCDJR.com so that you can see all the options they have available anytime, any day with detailed information. You can even get financed for your vehicle on their website. How's that for convenience? So if you want to shop at a dealership that respects your time, come down to Hermiston Chrysler Dodge Jeep Ram because they listen to their customers and they get it. Do you know that 90% of seniors want to stay in their home the rest of their lives? By combining income with other assets with an FHA-insured reverse mortgage, more and more are finding this possible without having to give up title to their home. I'm Brian Cook with Peak Mortgage. Using my 14 years experience, I'll answer all of your questions to help you make an educated choice if a reverse mortgage is right for you. Contact me at 509-586-7325 to schedule your appointment today. Not a commitment to lend. Brian Cook, NMLS 116-340, a division of Finance of America, NMLS 1071, Equal Housing Lender. It's not just breaking news. It's staying on top of it after it happens. News Radio 610 KONA. News Radio 610 KONA News Time. It is 9:26. Our focus on business this morning. We're talking with George Hefter from TCT Computer Solutions. Check out the website tctcs.com. George, I would imagine that there are times you go into a business, you talk to a business owner and they have reached that point of no return. What is just in general terms the difference between financially, you know, because this is all comes down to, to, you know, dollars and cents between having to replace everything in one fell swoop or staying on top of the maintenance and keeping things up to date on a gradual basis? Well, if, first of all, if you let things run till failure, which is the the mode of operation it seems many small business are in as long as it's running they just keep let it keep running uh you're going to face anywhere from from three days to a week's worth of downtime well new equipment is brought in new things are set up files are transferred from old workstations to new you deal with everybody's uh, idiosyncrasies and where they want their icons and 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 all of this sort of thing because everybody wants their old new workstation to look just like their old workstation at least so far as the screen goes um oddly enough there it's an amazing how many people think that because an icon moved from one corner of the screen to the other that means it doesn't work the same <laughs> it's surprising to those it's one of those humorous things we all laugh about and say well we'll put that in the book <laughs> when we write it mm-hmm. but uh, but the fact of the matter is, it's important to people to have their workspace, and in this case, their cloud space, so to speak, uh, be the way they're familiar and comfortable with it. Uh, they're used to reaching for this corner for you know this program and that corner for that program and clicking on this icon, and their their focus is right there uh, where they expect that icon to be. So you know you deal with all of that. All of that goes into configuring a, a new workstation for somebody. And that's why, you know, it takes time. It, it, it takes time to get that done. It takes time to order things. Like I say, if, you order, if your server fails, it might take anywhere from one to three weeks to get a new server. And in the meantime, you know, you can try operating by hand, you know, or you can try operating without a server, which is going to be painful for the most part if you mm-hmm. have any kind of line of business software that depends on having a server at the heart of the operation. 
Uh, so you're going to be writing things on paper, and you're going to be saving things on your desktop until you get you get a server back in, uh, if you can operate at all. Mm-hmm. So so the the cost can be enormous. That downtime. I mean, how much downtime can any business take? Unless you happen to be one of those businesses that plans for two weeks off every summer and they just shut down the whole operation. There aren't many businesses that do that anymore. Mm-hmm. We've run into a few. A lot in the agribusiness seem to do that. They go with the farm cycles and everything. In wintertime, they'll office be shut. Some of the agribusinesses will be shut down in the wintertime uh, for that reason, because farmers aren't doing much other than maintaining their own equipment during that time. Um, and and so, you know, they can't be turning the ground. They can't be fertilizing. They can't be doing much of that, even though we have we have more of a chance to do that in this state than we do in a lot of the Midwestern states. Yeah. So... So there's going to be uh, there's going to be a loss of productivity that's going to the cost is going to vary from I mean even for a modest sized business I would think it'd be something to the tune of ten or fifteen thousand dollars a day. We're talking with George Hefter from TCT Computer Solutions. The website is tctcs.com, tctcs.com, and we've been talking about those pain points, you know, those uh, aches and pains that business owners feel every day when things just don't go the way they're supposed to do. And, you know, just like, you know, I've talked on this show with uh, Back to Basics about my neck problems that I have that I lived with for years and years and years thinking I was just going to have to deal with it. If you have computers that freeze up and you think that's just part of having a computer or you have, you know, a, a server that keeps, you know, losing power or whatever servers tend to do that that's a that's a good one right yeah, there they yeah. they that's not what's supposed to happen they're supposed to function you know for you know how a length of time without a lot of problems yeah you need to be able to depend on them that's mm-hmm. the key thing you need your if your IT is working correctly it fades into the background it stops becoming a noticeable event in your office every time you have some kind of glitch, mm-hmm. okay? And and many of the times uh, those glitches are self-inflicted and uh, and completely avoidable, okay? Uh, we haven't even talked about one of the biggest pain points that is entirely self-inflicted. Well, maybe 99.5% <laughs> self-inflicted. There's the occasional poor update, but I'm talking about updates and about allowing updates to run, mm-hmm. making sure updates run at night. They, those updates happen for a reason. They're because the same reason updates on air, airlines happen for a reason. Updates on flight control systems happen for mm-hmm. a reason, like the big one that's going on now. That was an update that wasn't tested well enough to begin with, and now they're going, they've grounded hundreds of planes until they can get that problem fixed with that MAX 8. But uh, but the same thing happens on a server. There are updates that are issued all the time. Anything running a Windows operating system is going to get updates frequently, as frequently as once a week, sometimes even more frequently. If they discover a weakness that they didn't find in their original testing, that they're going to push out because the developer of that software knows there's a vulnerability there. The developer of that software doesn't want to be responsible for a cascade of of problems on servers or workstations that it realizes where it's its fault so they are going to want updates done and we go into uh, we go into systems and and companies every day and the first thing we notice when we do a little bit of a walkthrough and kind of a network assessment of what shape they're in 
they haven't run updates in two years. Mm-hmm. And and now you've created a pain point. You've created several because you've left open holes that were plugged by some of those updates, uh, is security vulnerabilities that that were that were addressed by updates that you haven't installed yet, that you haven't allowed to install, because you don't want to stay after work. You don't want to babysit the equipment. You don't want to let us do it. You don't want to call somebody and pay somebody to make sure it happens, just although you would with your car. Okay. Mm-hmm. And 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 so now all of a sudden you got two years worth of updates and they wonder why that service call took four and a half hours. Okay. <laughs> right. Well, because you neglected an awful lot of stuff on that. And that, that the, the the problems with that fall squarely on your shoulders. You can almost look at those updates as like a car recall. You know, there it's fixing a problem or enhancing something that is going to make life easier for you and so you're you know ignoring those updates and i will admit i am like the worst on doing that um just because you know again that notification pops up you need to do the updates and you're in the middle of something and you know it is so important for not just the those pain points but also for security i mean that's a huge security risk the the vast majority of those updates in this day and age have to do with security there are some that are that are rolled out strictly for functionality issues and for convenience issues if somebody has figured out a better way to do something they figured out a way that they can have uh, some sort of uh, process that used to run in the background or had to run all the time they found now they can make it run only you know twice a week or something and that's still uh, effective and so that's that's that reduces again an opportunity for something to go wrong uh, so some of the updates are for con- are for convenience but the vast majority are for necessary changes, are for security holes or functionality problems that have been discovered that are going to come and bite you in the backside at some point if they haven't already. And and so those updates are important. They really are. And, and unless you're a business that operates 24 hours a day in three shifts and all of that, um, even even businesses like that, the responsible businesses, find time to, to, to work critical uh, maintenance into their schedule because they realize that it's they won't be able to maintain a three-shift schedule if they start having equipment fail all the time. So they plan for it. At least then you can choose when you're down instead of having when you're down choose you. Well, okay. and it's that yeah. typical an ounce of prevention is pound worth, a pound, worth a pound of cure. Absolutely it might take right. you maybe half an hour to do that update and reboot the computer and all those things. But how many hours and hours of downtime are you going to lose if you end up with a virus or something because you haven't updated those systems? You haven't plugged a security hole. We do those. If you hire us, we do those at night unless you're a three-shift business, and we do them during your scheduled downtimes when, when we can. But but there's a lot of time that's available during the night to run updates, run virus scans, which often take a while. And and, and that can all be planned in, and that can all be made to operate just smoothly and, uh, and, and keep those things from becoming problems. That's, as I said, those are self-inflicted inflicted pain points, and, and, and yet we have the hardest time talking people into actually letting them happen as they should or letting us make them happen when when we when uh, they will cause the least amount of disruption to your business 
George is with TCT Computer Solutions. TCTCS.com is the website. And if you are a business owner and you have a computer or any sort of information technology in your business, which is pretty much every business nowadays, unless, well, I can't think of a business off the top of my head that doesn't have some sort of technology element to it. You need to make sure that you talk to somebody like George. Call George, 627-4808, area code 509-627-4808. He and his team can help you determine what those backups are that you need, what those pain points are that are slowing down and bogging down your business, your daily productivity, and help to eliminate those, not just for the short term, but for the long term as you partner with him to maintain your internet and your information technology. The website is tctcs.com, tctcs.com. And, you know, we've been talking about those pain points, those elements of information technology that we all have in our businesses that tend to create problems. We maybe are so accustomed to them that we don't really acknowledge that they're even there, but they're costing you money. They and are. they're going to cost you more money as time goes on. That is so true. And and we've talked about updates. We've talked about things that aren't working as well as they should, things that obviously are crying for attention because they happen frequently, and everybody goes, oh, yeah, that's down again, or, oh, yeah, we lost the Internet again. And uh, they, they may start out being small interruptions. They eventually turn into longer and longer-term interruptions, and they can cost you real money. And we've talked about updates and a problem with ignoring updates, okay? And that's gonna, that's a big problem that's that's going to come back and haunt you uh, and in many cases cause downtimes that can take hours, if not days. And, and then one that people often forget, and that's they typically, unless you have a very loyal staff and you haven't had any staff turnover in 10 years, the chances are, uh, you need to educate your staff and you need to remind them periodically on what to look for, what kind of threats to look for. There is a concerted effort among the bad actor community mm-hmm. to social engineer emails to make them all the more likely because typically an email represents the the best opportunity for somebody with ill intentions to access your network and bypass your safeguards. Because everybody wants email, everybody gets email, nobody wants to block all their email. Obviously, if they could, they would block all the bad email. But it is very hard to spot bad email and getting harder by the day because of these social engineering efforts that are designed to make an email so enticing that that you're gonna click on it and thereby open the door and let in something that could encrypt all your files and cost you hundreds or thousands of dollars or bring your network to its knees and cost you days and days of downtime and and recovery time and hope maybe even the loss of your data, which costs you even more money in the long haul. Uh, Simple things, too. I'll tell you the, the favorite social engineering hack that we've seen lately, and it almost it's almost guaranteed to work in any business that receives invoices. All it takes is an email with the word invoice in the subject line and an attachment, okay? And if the attachment is carefully crafted so it looks innocent enough, Mm -hmm. okay, uh, you'll get every bookkeeper in the country to open that email 
and click on the attachment. They're going to see what they're being billed for because their job is to pay the bills or to keep track of the bills anyway, make sure they get accurately billed. So they're going to open that email. And when they do, watch out because we've had several companies now that have been brought to their knees by exactly that kind of invoice. Okay? And and, and if you don't train your staff to be just a little bit more inquisitive or just a little bit more cautious, they're going to do that. They're going to fall for that every time or something similar, something else that appeals to them, something that they, they don't hover over the link and make sure that it goes someplace that makes sense for what the subject of the email says mm-hmm. or it co- doesn't come from an email address that doesn't square very well with the name that's associated with it. All right, it, and it takes, and, and if you have any kind of staff turnover at all, you can't forget to train those new people right. to be just as cautious. Maybe you've got a, a team of people that the majority have been there a while and they're used to that. Well, it takes one new person to click on an email, and next thing you know, you're, you're shut down for an afternoon, a day, two days, three days even in some cases. Well, the, the full extent of the uh, infestation that you got is found and dealt with, many times of which finding that patient zero, the original one that originated the problem, turns out to be the hardest point. Because if you don't get that one, every time you clean a system, it's going to get reinfected when you start back up. So training your staff to be cautious, to be careful, to be suspicious of emails, and not to blindly click on everything that looks like something they might have expected uh, is is something that has to be done from time to time. And I've had more businesses promise me they would do that and very clearly not do that because that takes time too. And maybe they're not really well equipped to train their staff in areas like that because they don't know what to look for. Well, they may not know what to look for, but George does. And you can contact him through his website, tctcs.com. That's TCT Computer Solutions, tctcs.com. I'm Jenna Kokenauer. That's going to do it for this edition of Focus on Business. Focus on Business is a copyrighted production of Cherry Creek Media and News Radio 610 KONA.